If you ever ask yourself like, well, why do I not always like follow through on what I know to do? You're probably emotionally backed up or emotionally frozen or mm. blocked in some way because emotion is required to take action. So what would be some signs someone might be able to self-identify that they're blocked? Some people experience that as like, what is the deal with all these other people? Like, what's wrong with them? It's me that this keeps happening to. Right, like, right. think all these mm -hmm. things will make you feel a certain way. If my business were like this, if my relationships were like this. Right. But you can find people in that position who will tell you, yeah, the money's nice, but you'll still feel insecure at times. And as a man, that's like part of being a man is like being powerful and feeling powerful. And if yeah. we shut all these, these things down and we try to lead with just motivation and oorah and anger. Yeah. Like it's only gonna get us so far and we're still gonna have all the disease. It could be like this moment in third grade and a part of you was like, I will never speak in public. Well, how does that affect you in your business? When a part of you is like, I wanna stand out. I want to really create a bunch of content, but there's this like inner seven-year-old or eight-year-old or nine-year-old who's like, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Hey Chelsea. Welcome to the Top Human Podcast. Thanks for coming on the show. Andre, hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy about what we can get into in here. Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> Anytime there's someone with like really into the energy stuff. I love, I love having these conversations. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Great. I've got your intro here. I want to read it for anyone who's listening. So Dr. Chelsea Ray magnetizes miracles by unveiling the aliveness, peace, and wisdom in her clients. Along the journey to her doctorate degree, she found herself with cancer, a thyroid autoimmune disease, adrenal failure, and digestive issues, in spite of her devotion to health and well-being. Mm -hmm. Through the work she and her husband, Brian Thomas Lum, developed together, she transformed the physical disease patterns and the emotional and mental traumas that accompanied them. A guide for leaders of the new way, Chelsea Ray has supported thousands of people to transform pain dis-ease, and struggle into ecstasy, power, and knowing. Her touch and words awaken people's genius to create radical, unrealistic, world-changing magic along with big love and true wealth. She and Brian share genius frequency through international immersions, private practice at the Sanctuary in Asheville, North Carolina, and online programs to teach people how to heal and know themselves. I love that. You do so much. And I pulled one thing off your, uh, off your Instagram, one quote that you guys said, which I think is a great starting point, which is when your physiology is safe enough to lead with your heart instead of your head, that's when things change. Because mm -hmm. we're all in our heads all the time in the Western world, in the modern world. Can you talk a little bit just to kick it off? What does that mean to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. And that's a good, good, good place to start. A lot of our, a lot of our goals, our intentions, our dreams, they're really big. And in our head, we'll say like, yes, I'm totally on board for that, even though it might be scary. And when, if you ever ask yourself like, well, why do I not always like follow through on what I know to do? Like I know to drink eight glasses of water today. I know to like eat these things. I know to get <laughs> F off my phone, you know, at night. Like I know to not scroll. I know to do all these things. I know like my, my goals, I set them. Like, why is this not coming through yet? The mind and the body being not on the same page is what's going on there. And like our, mm. there's this thing called physiological safety that we are talking about in that quote that like the body needs to be on board with what you're doing. 
in order for it to be sustainable. Like you can make a leap of faith and leverage yourself and, and like jump off, you know, and you can, you can make <laughs> without your whole self being on board, but for that thing you committed to, to be a sustainable, consistent for that dream to fully realize your body will eventually need to be on board. I feel like that's what you're doing in your life, Andre. It's like you, you made a courageous funny. I'm like, I'm talking about you, I think. Um, <laughs> I didn't intend to do that. Like you <laughs> really I read a, read a little bit about your story. Like you made this courageous move to leave this super secure situation that you were like great at and that, you know, you could have a great life doing that. And when you you make the jump off of like, I there's more for me. There's more out there. Mm -hmm. And I know that this is not all that I, I can see this road. I can see this path and, and I'm, I'm going to see what else is possible. And, and so eventually the body needs to come with you and like be on board and physiological safety. It, what we're really talking about is the part of your brain that runs your physiology. It's the oldest part of the brain. It's the reptilian brain, right? The and lizard brain. Yeah. And yeah. And we call the lizard brain because reptiles have that part of the brain, but they don't have as many of the other parts. So it's really easy to see how it works in, in reptiles. Right. And it's basically like, I need to, it's like certainty. Like I need to make sure that my needs are met. It's like eating. It's like Brian calls it like the four F's yeah. fight, flight, freeze, and fuck. Like that's like the reptile. <laughs> that's what it does. And it's like, I need to make sure that my needs are met. And that's not a bad thing that keeps us alive. Like it's, it's, it's mm -hmm. like, smart and that's why we still have it you know and and so a lot of people are at odds with that part of the the body and the next part is the emotional brain and you've probably heard of like the limbic system the amygdala right. the emotional brain the the second emotional brain also lives in the gut so mm -hmm, this part mm -hmm. needs to be safe emotionally and when we're safe emotionally we're safe to take aligned action yeah if you have a to-do list that's like crazy long you're probably emotionally backed up or emotionally frozen or mm, I like that. Blocked. Yeah. Blocked in some way because emotion is required to take action. And the brilliant thing about that, our bodies are so brilliant. What's so smart about that is that our feelings clue us into our environment. Our emotional brain tracks change in our environment with other people, with the the temperature changing with, oh, like I see that the sun is moving across the sky with the moods of the people. It senses reality and how that's changing and how we need to change and move with it. And if we are blocked emotionally, we feel confused and not sure of what to do. We don't know what to prioritize and we don't know like, what is the project that's really fulfilling for me? What is the thing that I really need to be doing? Or who is the person I really need to be talking to? Um, so that's what I mean by emotional, or that's what I mean by physiological safety, is like these lower parts of the brain um, are safe enough to let the higher parts of the brain related to the heart, so like the cortex and the prefrontal cortex, to let those mm -hmm. that they're like, oh, but I have a purpose in life. And like, oh, I love other people. <laughs> and like, we're a community, <laughs> like all these things, like all those higher level things that gets to run your life when those two other two levels are satiated instead of overriding them. Because yeah. we can override them for a moment, but we can't override them long-term. Yeah, no, totally. Um, so many things you said, I would love to touch on. <laughs> Where to start? So you said you use the words blocked emotionally a lot. Yeah. And I 
I know that you and I know what that means. Yeah. I feel like there's some people out there who don't know what that means and could be blocked emotionally and don't know it. So what would be some signs someone might be able to self-identify that they're blocked? Because I definitely was for a long time. I definitely was too. And I don't think I knew it. I agree with you completely. Mm -hmm. I think I knew it. One of the things that I said previously is that your to-do list is really long. Like if your to-do list feels like it's growing and growing. And there are things on your to-do list that are like six years old, like that you haven't done. (laughs) (laughs) It means you don't have the flow, the energy backup to like, to you don't have the fuel to put into that stuff right now, the bandwidth. Right. Um, the other thing is if you feel overwhelmed often, I'm just going to like share what, what comes to me. Um, yeah. If your physiology starts yelling at you, like mine did, like in, in the bio, mm-hmm. you, you know, that's some scary stuff that was happening in my body. And a big part of why that was, was that I was not a feeling person. I was not, most people are not raised to be a feeling person. Right, um, right. It, it doesn't always feel like that's a good idea in life. And, and so to the feel, body, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so essential wow. to live. And so the body, if you're not feeling the body will start kind of yelling and screaming at you to get you to feel a certain way. So an example, I had a client recently who was having this like really intense stomach pain like really burning stomach pain. And she needed to go, she was going on this trip for work. And she was like, I need to speak on this stage. And like, I have this horrible, it's like heartburn, but worse. It was like her whole stomach was like felt on fire. And she was like having a hard time eating, of course. And it was, it was scary for her. And she was like, I'm just scared that I won't like this stomach pain is making me feel afraid to like go there. And like, what if I can't perform on stage? Like, because like I'm overtaken by this. She's like, I think I can overwrite it. But like, what if I haven't eaten for three days and I'm having a hard time sleeping? And like, you know, her mind is going right of like all mm-hmm. the worst case scenarios, like how this can go. And I said, well, what is the feeling underneath there? And underneath there was really like, I'm actually just scared that I won't be able to perform. Yeah. Like that's what it really was. And we did some embodiment. We did, I, I made some contacts on her spine and we, I worked with her, we did a session no more stomach pain. Amazing. I, I taught her some things to do on her own. And it wasn't the first time I worked with her. So her body had some fluidity and flexibility, but like once basically the shift that she made was starting to learn to listen to the body and accept what it was trying to help her feel. Right. It was trying to help her feel scared. And she didn't want to feel scared because a part of her brain felt confident. She had rehearsed a hundred times. Like she knew what she was doing. She deserved to be on this stage. All of that was true. And then still there was a part of her animal brain that was like, fuck, like screaming. (laughs) And, and, And the flip is, is instead of trying to fight what your body's telling you is accepting the way it's helping you to feel. Yeah. You've got to go through the emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not wrong. And it doesn't mean that it's not going to overtake you. I think people get scared to feel they're like, I don't want to feel that because I don't want to be that. But it's actually feeling that helps us not be that. And when we can feel it only takes 30 to 90 seconds. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, that's what we're avoiding. Something you can do anything for 90 seconds you can and I wish that I knew that at that time and I wish I would give myself just a little bit of space 
to feel more. Basically, it's like a, a really easy way to say this is that life will try to get your attention because your your body can't orient to change. So your body's going to yell at you. The stress in your life is going to yell at you. You're going to attract crises in your life, like where, you know, stuff hits the fan and things get really intense. You have to go into a lot of action and like over, like, it seems like crises happen a lot in your life. Um, people will start yelling at you in one way or another. Maybe it's ghosting sure. you. Maybe it's actually yelling. Um, or you'll have like relationship like issues, you know, you'll be like, what is the deal with? And some people experience that as like, what is the deal with all these other people? Like what's wrong with them? But then <laughs> it's, it's me that this keeps happening to. Right, like, right, 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 right. I'm participating in this recipe. Like, and, and yeah. so like, um, those are some, those are some things, some ways, basically like life starts yelling at you because yeah. your intensity, you have too high of a threshold to feel like it takes intensity to get you to feel. And I, I know I, I had literally all of the above in my life, Same. everything I just said. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was very numb for a while. I remember like I wanted to want, I wanted to feel. Mm. And I think, I wonder if my body has like a higher pain threshold than most than mm. average. Cause yeah, I've had work done on me that some of my body workers are like, I can't do this on most people. They're like directly going for the nerves. Like yeah. it's just been wild. And so when we ignore all of that and we push it down because we don't want to feel it because we're afraid of our own energy and like our own power, really, is you know, an interesting one way that I see it, at least like we, we tighten and we shut down mm -hmm. and we just don't let it flow. And then we, I love how in the bio, it was the dis-ease, mm -hmm. right? We get out of just being eased, being, you know, calm. Yeah. And that has a lot of problems in the long run. <laughs> it goes on and on and on. Yeah. Um, from, from a body perspective, from my perspective, ease in the body is what a lot of people are looking for. And they're chasing all these outer things, trying to get what they don't even know they could have like right. tiger chasing its tail kind of thing. Like you think all these mm -hmm. things will make you feel a certain way. You know, if my, if my business were like this, if my relationships were like this, right. if my, like I would feel a certain way, but you can find yeah. people in that position who will tell you, yeah, the money's nice. Like, yeah, looking hot in a bikini is nice, but you'll still feel insecure at times. Like you gotta, you gotta <laughs> those demons. Like you have to, you have to deal with yourself. Yep and find that ease in yourself. I totally agree. And a lot of people have never felt it. So they don't know what they're missing. And I know totally. that was my case a long time ago. Yeah, no, same. Yeah, There's one I other think, thing. Yeah, can I credit you really quick? Please. <laughs> I really think it's honorable for men to lean into to these topics, to this way of living, to their, their senses and their feelings. And I also, I, th I think it, it, I don't know this, but it must be excruciating and I've supported a lot of men. And I, I think it's, I think it's excruciating to be encultured in a way of like, you know, make sure you don't feel, make sure that you override, you know, all of your senses. And then to start feeling that all of a sudden is like, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. And, and also yeah. men starting to do that is just gonna make a really quick change to our whole culture. Like it's really powerful. Yeah, so thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, thank you for that. It's, mm -hmm. 
it's, it's very different, right? Opposite of what we've been taught, but mm -hmm. it feels so good. Mm -hmm. And so right at the same time, like going through and doing the work and realizing this is actually where my power comes from. And as a man, that's like part of being a man is like being powerful and feeling powerful, really. And if yeah. we shut these, these things down and we try to lead with just motivation and oorah and anger, yeah, like it's only going to get us so far and we're still going to have all the disease. Yeah, True. I totally agree. Yeah. There was one other thing you said earlier, which I, I'm so glad you said it because it's been the thing I still haven't answered yet <laughs> in the human experience. And we kind of just talked about it, but I just want to click it on it one more time, which was if I know what to do and I'm still not doing it, why? Like, why is that? And I think there's a second piece to that, which is like knowing that things are good for us that we should do. Mm -hmm. so kind of two kind of subtle difference but I'd love to get your take on that yeah and that's really really big in the coaching and transformation industry right like if we just would do the things right we wouldn't need coaches <laughs> um, I think we'd still need coaches I think we would um because yeah. we need community we need each other the first thing is this the short answer is that it's because not all of us is on board with it. There's a part of us that's on board with it, but not enough of us is on board with it to take the action. Yeah. And to get more detailed is to lean into the parts of us. I think this is where I can share a little bit about um, how we create transformation in people. I feel like those ingredients yeah. are necessary right now. Um, Please. So the ingredients of transformation are the same ingredients to the ingredients of creation. It's the same. It's like, there's only one world that we live in, you know, and mm -hmm. those ingredients are actually very overlooked in the modern world. And I didn't know very much about them until I started, I was in chiropractic school and um, a mentor of mine started talking about, this is key. Um, he uses the elements when he's working with a person and why, an adjustment of you put in, you know, an input to one person's body and you do that same thing to another person doesn't work. And, and why are people so different? And I've spent years, you know, getting like, you know, in the first part of my career, getting amazing results with like some types of people and then other types of people. It was just like, what is the, what? That's not, it's slower. It's not, it's not working. It's good. <laughs> you know, and the same with parts of my life, like this part of my life isn't working as good. Um, it's, it's because we are all made up, like composed differently and the elements, the elements. So I'm talking like earth, water, fire, mineral, which is like mm -hmm. stones, bones, crystals, um, okay. everything hard in our body, you know, um, air and nature and nature is, um, other cultures can call it ether. And it's basically the essence of change. And it animates the other, everything else to change and be flexible and interact with each other. Um, and it's invisible kind of. And so those are the ingredients of creation. Those are also the ingredients that make up our body and our being. So our energy body mm -hmm. being our brain, like literally it's what we're made of. And when you get down to like the fundamental pieces and um, Brian is actually writing a book right now, my husband, um, about like all about this and um, how we see it. So like, oh my gosh, I could go on nice. and on. 
but a lot of a lot of people in the modern world are going to say that and think like oh that's that's too simple like what does that even mean and just kind of like pass over it because like what is like what it's not irrelevant um except that's actually why every indigenous culture paid attention to the elements every one of them all throughout time all throughout the world mm. each other as far as we know um and they all pay attention to the elements. Why? Because they're the ingredients of change and transformation. And what, what Brian and I have found in our work is that each person actually has an elemental code. So in order that they operate and they're there, so I'll break it down. I'll continue to break it down. Like their physiology and reptilian brain will be more related to an element, their emotional okay. brain related to another element their sense be related to another element their cortical thinking will be related to another one and <laughs> multi-dimensionality will be related and everybody has like a recipe like an individual recipe it's like a personality test almost <laughs> it's like you know what i like about this about this model though is that it's very expansive and there's not limitation mm -hmm. to it you know i've i spent a lot of time getting to know myself in these different ways. And I've taken all these personality tests and human design is really interesting too. astrology, mm -hmm. all of that. And what I find is that is like, it's easy to like, let ourselves be put in a box with that totally. stuff. And the elements really. will never limit you. Interesting. They will never, they have no, like they have no limits. They're good at certain things and they all work together. And, and we're all made of everything. It's just that we have a different order. So we all have access to everything and we just go about it differently. Yeah. Yeah, that's fascinating because I've taken a lot of those personality tests and you're right. They all put you in some number or letter or set of letters or mm -hmm. something. Mm -hmm. And I mean, people say, yeah, well, they can shift over time. So, you know, just like kind of keep taking it over and over as you progress through life and you'll kind of see where you just kind of end up. But I've never heard of the elements being part of like our psyches, our beings. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. And a lot of those tests are based on our own answers. So, and right. a lot of humans are functioning without the safety of the body and the physiological brain. So we're answering them from a ton of trauma responses. We're answering from the personality that we've mostly developed to like get attention, love, get our needs met. That doesn't mean that's who we are. That doesn't mean you should keep trying to be that person. <laughs> it's often a twisted version of ourselves who's answering those questions. And so what I like about the elements is that they are true for everyone. And the, the code that we've discovered, it's taken us uh, years to discover how exactly does this code work? Um, it's based upon your birthday. And, and so I, what we find is even when people like don't believe in astrology and don't believe these types of things, when we talk with them about it and we work with the body, like the body doesn't lie. And when they start totally. to unwind their trauma responses and kind of lean back into this, they become more of who they were and they love it. And they're like, I don't yeah. get how this works, but it does work. So like, I'm, I'm a fan of results. Like I'm a fan of, <laughs> and that's why I like, beyond totally. theory. like, I, I love that I get to work with the body and I get to see how the body responds. And that's always given me a sense of reality. Um, yeah. With these things. Yeah. And does I love that, that you just, yeah. How does that feel? Does that feel like a match to the question that you asked? 
what was the question that I asked? You Why was you were interested in what we know to do and then what we actually why do. we why we don't do it right yeah yeah I like what you said your your immediate response was like well the whole body's not with us yeah right and part of that is the emotional body mm-hmm. and so yeah I don't know enough about right all of the the elements like you were just talking about it just besides from what you just described but if all of us aren't, if all of the parts of us are not aligned, then we're going to have some sort of friction, some sort of churn internally, right? And where my mind goes with that is, it's almost like cognitive dissonance or like our, the fractional parts of ourselves that we haven't integrated yet, like the inner children that we haven't healed. Like there's parts of us that want things, but sometimes we want things that are opposite from something else that we want. And so then we're stuck. So I see it in a way as like an energy problem. It's like, if I want that thing, but I'm stuck, then there's something here weighing right. me back, holding me back. Right. And it's by the, the integration process of making the body whole, getting all of you on board. Once you do that, it becomes a lot easier to move forward. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. very, very <laughs> much, very much in alignment with, with what you said. A really nice way to say that and and the the, and what a description of that is like that's a like those parts of us that are like but no um or scared Mm -hmm. or hiding or whatever like those those parts of us are in a trauma response so there was some time in our life when we learned or observed that it's not safe to do that it's not a good idea to do that so we sort of a part of ourselves was like i'm never gonna do that that thing you know and it's (laughs) a thing it could be like this moment in third grade where you watched like someone get made fun of. And a part of you was like, I will never speak in public or I will never wear something right. that everyone else isn't wearing. Well, how does that affect you in your business? When you're like a part of you is like, I want to stand out. I want to, you know, really create a bunch of content, but there's this like inner seven-year-old or eight-year-old or nine-year-old who's like, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And, and so that become, like you said, like becoming whole with the body is the way that we get our nine-year-old on board and we heal that part of ourselves. And then what's cool is, is from that, we have so much energy because it actually requires energy. Like you said, it's held in the body. It requires energy to tense those muscles, to hold that in the fascia, to maintain a pathology pattern that creates, a, that costs a lot of energy. It's metabolically expensive to be doing that. So every time we, yeah, every time we liberate those parts of our body, parts of ourselves, we're lighter. We have more energy to do the things we want to do. Yeah, no, completely. And that's exactly what I've experienced over the past several years, right? Starting to let these pieces go. Um, And I love what you just said too, like it becomes, it affects us in business because from what I see and um, definitely my own journey, right? the desire to be an entrepreneur and start a business usually comes from breaking away from our past self in somehow some way because we didn't like it. So there's usually some form of little T or big T trauma there that fuels us to go reach for the moon and shoot for the stars as entrepreneurs. And so we need this even more because it's almost what fuel us in the first place. And then it becomes like our block 
because we can only go so far still holding on to that. It's a really good way to explain that. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. And I think that that move, that moment when we decide like I'm, there's like this inner moment, right. That we've all had where we're like, yeah, I know that I'm going to do the thing. I know. I know that uh, I'm going to do it. This is <laughs> terrible, but I'm going to do it. And I don't even know what I'm signing up for yet. But like, you know, <laughs> I probably wouldn't do it if I knew. <laughs> and and that is like so courageous um, to break out of everything we've known. That safe life that we can picture because we've seen everybody in our our village, you know, do it. We've seen how mm. it goes. We're like, man, like I could just skate right along and <laughs> and like dance by the steps that they tell me, and I never have to do anything scary. Um, and I'll be sad. Yeah. I'll be depressed, and I'll wonder why I'm anxious, and I won't be able to sleep at night. <laughs> you know, why and I, I can't won't turn off my brain. My relationships and my sex will be horrible. You know what I mean? Like it's like, well, I wonder why. Well, because you're not really being you. So everything around you is artificial, yeah. not a fit for you. And we deserve, we deserve to be able to take these big leaps in life and be supported on every level. So I'm, I'm grateful to get to give that to people. And I'm grateful for you, like, like explaining like how this goes, because I think you're going to help people inspire a lot of people to have the courage to do this. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Like you said, it's, it's great to, to help other people. For me, it's, I don't want other people to suffer the way I did mm -hmm. through the challenges that I went through, through looking for answers that no one could give me mm -hmm. and struggling for years mm -hmm. and then doing the work myself and realizing it's so simple. Just like you said earlier, like <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's yeah, it blows my mind. Um, and the way we get there, right, well, at least an entry point, which um, I think you touched on it earlier, and I saw it in one of your posts, is that old problems contain the answer. Mm. And that's a super high level statement for a lot mm. of deep work that can really happen. Mm -hmm. The way I see it, and the way I've implemented it is we have to lean like directly into the problems. And it's, you know, it's like, great another opportunity for growth mm. but yeah like be kind of excited about it in a way because like sweet I can now release this part of me feel lighter and then go for the next one and a lot of us you know um Brian says Brian says in one of our in one of our presentations of our work that the problem is that you think your problem is the problem <laughs> it's actually your problem is the solution it if you spell it like mm. soul like s-o-u-l solution because okay there's someone we're trying to become there's someone we want to become that person who has the filled business that person who has beautiful yummy relationships like that moment when you're like on the cliffside toasting champagne and you're like i fucking made it like and, and, you know, you're happy. You just, you're just happy. And because like, you've created this life of alignment, you have an awesome community and like you, you're just in love with life. There's a gap between who we are and sometimes in that person and the mm -hmm. problems actually give us the proper initiation. 
We are perfectly equipped to become that person right now with the problems that we currently have. So my teacher, Maladoma Patrice Somay, he um, is recently an ancestor. He's from um, the, the Dagara village in West Africa. And his mission in life, his goal was with life was to be a bridge between his village, which was living um, traditionally in his childhood. They were living like in their traditional African ways. And he, and he, his whole life was about bridging the Western modern world with his village and sharing all of their, not all of their, he didn't share all of their stuff, but sharing their gifts that they were mm. like, I can see that you need this. They <laughs> <laughs> didn't say it like that. I'm saying it like that. Because, <laughs> because you know, once, you know, when you're in a good place and you kind of see people not in a good place, you're like, oh man, I can help you with that. And so mm. Maladoma's life mission was about that. And he is one of the most impactful people in my life. He has a book that I highly recommend. It's called Of Water and Spirit. And he teaches in that book about initiation. And initiation is, and he talks about his initiation in the village, like some of the things that he went through. And initiation is the challenge, is when you you conquer, you mm -hmm. defeat the challenge and you, be, you emerge the victor and you emerge a different person. And a part of you is even grateful that it happened because you never would be who you are now without that challenge, right? 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 right. So, so he says, at the end of his story, he has a sweet moment where he says, you know, for those of you in the modern world, like you're not going to go through this, you know, like you're not, you're not invited. <laughs> you're not going to go through this <laughs> where you become this person. But he said, you are, you are in your initiation now via the current problems that you have. The current stressors and challenges that you have is an invitation to lean into the discomfort, to lean into the feeling and become who is required to defeat that challenge, to move through that challenge gracefully. Um, and, and then when, when you're on the other side, you're like, man, that was, that was worth it. And, and how, you know, you made it is that you wouldn't be bothered if it happened again. Right. And you'd be like, I've got this. It's fine. And that feeling is confidence and it's so magnetic. Yeah. That's what we mean by like, your problems are really the solution, which is like, once you get it, it's like, okay, fine. But still they don't feel good. Like they feel challenging. <laughs> challenging. And that's because like, you know, it's okay that it's hard, whatever is going on, whatever initiation you're having, like it's, a, it's hard and it's okay that it's hard right now. And it's supposed to be for and you to get through it. Right. Cause that's how we grow. Yeah. Like earth is about density and resistance and friction and like, mm. I, you know, it's about like the, the tangible mm -hmm. Like mm, resistance. That's why we exist. And you know, a lot of people are, and I, I love it too. I love to expand, and I love to transcend, and I like those high places where I'm effervescent and like enlightened. That's really fun and cool. But it really does not get you further in life if you can't do both. You have to do both and include the dense, the challenge, the resistance, the discomfort that will increase your ability for enlightenment. Yeah, totally. Um, so many things you said just really, okay. really resonated uh, okay. with me. And um, no, just the way it is, right? Uh, there's another thing, another quote I heard from your, from your posts that what was intense for you is no longer intense for you. That. Because when you go through the fire, 
of whatever it is. And there's a thousand fires, right? Cause we're so complex. They don't burn you anymore. You know, it's like the fires have gone out and you're on the other side. Mm -hmm. And the more you go through these fires, the more you enjoy the feeling of going through the fires because you know how good it's going to feel on the other side, even though it might be physically and emotionally uncomfortable in the process. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting, and what I find fascinating is, you know, that this is a pattern just in the universe where it happens on so many levels. There's the physical level and there's the emotional level. There's going to be the spiritual level. There's probably more, mm-hmm. but just like, uh, like a muscle knot in our bodies, right? If you have like a knot in your neck, you can grab it, pinch it and squeeze it. And it's going to be uncomfortable. and It's going to hurt. But eventually, if you massage it like that, it like spazzes and dissolves. Mm. And the body work I do out here in, in Florida, mm-hmm. my body worker is like literally finding these places where he needs to squeeze the energy out or kind of like peel the fascia apart or... Yeah or pressing really strongly with a lot of pressure on a really yeah. tight muscle yeah. to get it to release. Mm-hmm. And it comes out, however it's going to come out, could be yelling, could be shaking, could be crying, could be tears. And yeah, that part might be uncomfortable, but I've learned and I've, I guess my body's now been tuned that, no, I need this to happen. And I'm like excited for the process. And I know there's still going to be more. <laughs> But it's by going through that. And I love the word resistance mm-hmm. by pushing through that resistance because we all have it. Yeah. That's when we really transform. Totally. And you know why that works for you? Why, why you can massage, grip, press on the muscle and it releases the reason why that works for you because it does not work for everybody at every time. And, and people mm-hmm. might be listening and be like, why does that work for me? Like, it's because your secret sauce with that is you're embracing whatever it takes. You're embracing like yes. whatever is in there. I am, I'm accepting that and I'm okay to experience it. You're not trying to not experience it. You're not saying like stupid muscles, stop it. You know, like you're not <laughs> like trying to make it, you're actually in a way listening. You're listening mm-hmm. and you're saying, okay. I'm here for like, whatever you need. I'll express whatever is there. I will remember whatever I locked up in this place. And I want, I want to hear it at a time. I didn't want to hear it, but now I will hear it. And so the body responds very well to that. Yeah, no, it's listening to the body Mm -hmm. is so key. And we don't do, we kind of talked about this at the beginning, how we just don't because we're so in our heads, right? Society rewards us for being intellectual and thinking and being smart Mm -hmm. but we lose this this mind-body connection Mm -hmm. and then all these things happen and we trap the the traumas and the stress and the anxiety in the body and then it it's still there and it's going to remind us of where it came from (laughs) so we carry it for years I think a good way to know if like you have this if if someone's listening and they're like how do I know if like this affects me Mm. I think a good way to know is like if you went to a school, you have this because <laughs> yeah, you, you do, you do. <laughs> Unless you it's that like, simple. yeah, it's that simple because that's when we're kids is when these parts of ourselves develop. It's where we learn to like 
like we put children through mm. things they are not develop me de- developmentally <laughs> for their brains and their nervous system is not meant to sit still in a chair all day and not move or talk like that is not what right. a, a child's body i remember it when i went through it i was like this is not right like and and what they tell <laughs> the children is like there's something wrong with you if you don't do it and you're in trouble right Right. Which then as children, we're like, oh, my God, what? Like, OK, I'll do anything to like be accepted in the community because children can't live on their own. So they will yeah. do anything, you know, and, and this might, you know, get, rem- everyone can like remember their childhood. It's like the environment you're in shapes you incredibly because children have a survival instinct to like adapt to where they are because children can't live on their own. Mm-hmm. They can't. They're not initiated. They can't do anything. So. So like as children, we will mold and we are incredibly adaptive and we can adapt to whatever is going on, but that doesn't mean that it was good for us and that we should continue maintaining that. Yeah. And that's the lessons we learn at that age serve us at the time, Mm -hmm. but those same lessons can hurt us in adulthood. Right. And then in our relationships and our businesses, whatever it is. So we have to, like we said before, shed those old problems, right? Those old parts of us. And it comes out, this is a good uh, segue to my next question. It can come out in interesting ways that a lot of people aren't ready for. And so if anyone watches your, your Instagram videos, right. Mm -hmm. Of people on a massage table, Mm -hmm. shaking, breathing, yelling, that's how these come out. And I've been doing that work for the past at least two years at this point. And it started just me at home on my couch. My arm started shaking. I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? What's going on with my arm? Why is it shaking? I kind of let it happen. Next thing I knew, my whole body was shaking. And I was like, something's not necessarily wrong, but something's weird. And I don't, I've never been taught this. I have no idea what's going on. So I had to kind of learn all this for myself. But what I found is, and what obviously you know, is This is how the trauma releases from the body. Mm -hmm. So how do you, what would you say to someone who hasn't necessarily like gone through that yet or sees some of the videos and they're like, what the heck is going on here? (laughs) Well, what I would say is like, I'll take that over like continual fights with my husband. Like I will take Mm. that over continued manifesting, continued crisis or that over not taking action in my business. Like I will look funny. You know what I mean? Like I will over like, you know, for me, I didn't have much choice because I was cancering. Like I was like, I know, I know what's down the medical path and I don't, I'm not interested in that. I don't feel like that's for me. I've seen enough people go through it. No, thank you. And, and so I was like, okay. And then I found this work and I didn't have any uh, crazy things happen at first. And a lot of people don't. So like, I felt ease for the first time. I felt like breath and like all the pressure in my body evaporated and I had energy and I had extreme fatigue at the time. So that energy was like precious to me. And so I just felt good. And then it actually took a while before like any crazy stuff, shaking, sounds, moaning, screaming, crying. It took a while for that to happen to me. And then by the time it happened, I, I was fine. I, I didn't care. I was okay with it. And so that's yeah. what, like, that's what I love about our work is that it's progressive like that. It's not like, you know, mm. I am grateful for 
for certain medicines on the planet, but like ayahuasca, like people are like, oh, <laughs> okay. Like you want to hook yourself up to the fire hose of mother nature? Like, all right. <laughs> okay, like do yep. it. And, and <laughs> the sacred, sacred medicine that calls certain people. And if it's right for you, you just know. Um, and and our our work actually connects to the same parts of the being that ayahuasca does, but it's like to the level that the body can handle and sustain. That is the yeah. most important thing to me is that I've, I've experienced a lot of in medicine journeys and in, in um, sessions and shamanic sessions. I've been like, oh my God, I've, I've seen God. Like I've seen, I've seen a lot of stuff. <laughs> I've had a lot of, <laughs> a lot of experiences and I've met myself in this way and it was really powerful and potent. But then I was like, but I'm the same person kind of like, it was like disappointing yeah. like to come yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No and I was like, it. but like, how did that matter in my life other than that I know more? Like it was almost painful to know more. And so something I really care mm. about is like sustainable growth that builds and lasts in a person. And it's like, mm. you keep it, you keep it in your body and you don't go backwards. That's like where it's at for me. Yeah, no, I love that. And what you just said related a lot with the first times I did psilocybin. Yeah. Where you get those logical insights, you get the objective insights of yourself, but it doesn't make them go away. You uh -huh. still have to, you need another tool, is the way yeah. I, I look at it. You need another tool to actually do the letting go. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and that's why I would say to your, like, what, what do you say to people who are like, um, I don't want to become a dolphin or a snake on the table. Like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> like, that won't happen to you. At, at least you got to work with the right person that at least, yeah. and I can only speak for what we're doing on our tables, but like, that won't happen to you at first if you're resistant to it, because if you're resistant to it, what that means is that you have more trauma in your body and you actually don't need that. Like what you need is a sense of safety, is a sense of feeling okay, of feeling at home in your being. You need the energy to go in different ways. You don't need it to like, you know, shake and flail out. Like that's not important right. stage of your growth. So I would say like to people resisting it, like that's not a problem for you. You don't have to worry about it right now. I love what you just said. Yeah. And I'm writing it down to not forget. All right, we'll do this one. And then I have another thing that's related. Right. so levels of trauma release mm. when when I start so my body started shaking a lot <clears throat> and then it wasn't until I saw my body working here that he got to working on me and then my body was shaking on his table yeah. but it took a while over a year until I started like yelling and screaming on his table yeah. and we're only getting to the point and I'm I've been waiting for this for a long time to where I'll start actually crying and like sobbing on his table. Right. So I've never thought of it that way of like, you start with just a safe place. And then maybe the next thing is like a little bit of shaking. And then maybe the next thing is some yelling or moaning. And then the next, right. Have you seen a progression like that? Always. And I would say there are exceptions. Okay. Some people are like, they're like, give it to me. Let's go. I'm ready. And, they, and that's actually true in their body too. Like their whole body. Some mm. people have such a sense of readiness and they've maybe done a lot before meeting me. 
and they, and then I make contacts on them and they do start crying. They have screamed on the first session. Like they have had shaking, but they were ready for that authentically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it, and their it, bodies were ready for it too, which is exactly cool. authentic. Yeah. That's what I mean by like authentically, like all mm. the, and um, that's why when you're working with someone who honors the body, truly honors the body, the body is not gonna, the body is smart, man. Like it is not gonna release more than it's ready for. It won't do yeah. it. So yeah. you can trust your body to, to give you what you're ready for. Yeah, totally. And that takes relating with it, <laughs> which a yeah. lot of us don't do. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. So there was another thing you said earlier, which really related uh, and resonated with me. One thing I've brought up to my my body worker here mm-hmm. is how it blows my mind how much energy we can store, mm-hmm. how adaptive our bodies are, and how we can literally hold on to all of this energy in our bodies and still just walk around, function like quote normal yeah. human beings and society. like it literally blows my mind. My body has been so wrecked, mm-hmm. and I've been working on it for years. And there's still more. And there's <laughs> been several times along those years where I'm like, oh, that was such a good session. Like, I must be getting there. I must be almost done. Yeah. And then three months later, oh, that was such a good session. I'm almost getting there. Like, I must be close. Yeah. It blows my freaking mind. Yeah. Like, I don't know what, what your thoughts are on, like, just how much. I tell people it's an unimaginable amount of energy yeah. stored in the body. Yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. It's like humans are so amazing. Humans are so amazing. Um, you know, when you get in, like something that Brian has always said is that we all have more energy than we can even imagine. Like you're saying, like we all have more energy mm-hmm. than we, than we yeah. even do with it's just trapped so if anyone's like what's wrong with me like why am I not functioning in the way I want to it's that you're actually carrying a really heavy load you're actually and you're used to it and you've Mm -hmm. forgotten you're wearing like a million backpacks and you're like why can't I jump like take off some (laughs) you will find that analogy very strong like you know Mm -hmm. and and um and so like you know and just an example of that is like you get an email right? You get an email and you feel your heart, like that you don't like what it says. And your heart is like freaking out. And you're like, start all of a sudden your mind goes nuts about worst case scenarios. And like, now how is this going to affect everything? And, and you're, you might sweat and the stress, like what your body is actually responding to is like the old part of your brain is like acting like there is a literal tiger or mm. endangerment to your physical safety. Like that is what your body thinks is going on, but you're so adaptable that you can stand still when that's happening. You can say, actually body, it's not really a tiger. It's just a situation. (laughs) And so like you store it until one day you decide to release it or it decides to release it on you. Like without you, you know what I mean? Like without you consenting, sometimes you explode or, um, and, and so where does that energy go? It gets, like you said, stored in the tissues, it gets stored in the Mm -hmm. tissue like we call this the living matrix the living matrix is the and science is catching on to this now science is always very behind so people like looking for like studies to prove things is like 
I want to know what we knew 20 years ago and I want to see it written down. It's like, well, okay, but you're not going to be on the edge of what's true. Science has mm -hmm. never been on the edge of what's true. And also science is like a very small part of consciousness and what's reality. It's a, and very a, rigid. There's a whole world out here and, yeah, yeah. and it's focused on control. And so it's just a certain right. place to, it's like, uh, you know, people who, a lot of us were taught to like, um, trust what like modern day science is saying, but then when you start learning about what's really behind that and how does that really work? You're like, oh shoot. Okay. Well then how do I know what's true anymore? Anyway, I'm on a tangent now, but, <laughs> <laughs> it's all but good. science is starting. What I was saying is science starting to understand the power of the connective tissue. Connective tissue is like fascia and it's like yep. collagen and it's the net that holds us all together. It makes you not like fall in a puddle on the floor and connect. Right. It's it's the, the clear sticky stuff. If you're like working with a chicken, pulling apart a chicken, like that's exactly. the fascia. Exactly. And it's even in the membrane of each cell and each cell is connected mm. to the tissue. And there are, there's a lot I could say about the science behind this, but the living matrix essentially connects all of your different parts. It holds everything together and it remembers everything. Your body is so smart. It remembers where you had injuries and that's why you have gait issues from that injury from when you're in high school that like isn't technically injured anymore, but you still walk funny kind of thing, or you still hesitate before you do certain things. It's because the body remembers that injury. It remembers a person, like you might be okay with a person, but your body remembers like, oh, that one fight that we had, or that one thing they said three years ago, like, <laughs> you know, they're like, you're going to guard yourself in that respect with this person because you remember that sideways thing that they said, because you didn't clear that in your body, you didn't become whole with that thing. So, yeah. so like, it's like your body remembers everything and the living matrix holds everything for you for whenever you're ready for it. So the cool thing, if you're wondering like, how can I function better? How can I perform better? Is that you actually are sitting on a huge bank account of energy. If you haven't started tapping into this, you just don't know the mm. pin yet, but you're a multi multi-millionaire and you just need to start <laughs> and using it, learn the pin and use it. And then you have access to that unimaginable amount of, amount of energy that you're talking about. Yeah, no, I love that. And that's interesting because one thing I realized, which it took me a while to learning about ourselves is kind of fascinating because we don't know who we are unless someone like tells us almost because we're us we're like we're swimming in our own psyches. Like, how are we going to know what makes us unique versus other people? And it was kind of a shock to me once when I realized, I think someone told me like, you have more energy than most people. Yeah. And I was like, that explains a lot of the past several years of my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm curious about your elemental code. If, if yeah. you'd open to like sharing it with your listeners, would you like to know I, your elemental code? Oh, sure. And the reason I'm curious is um, that affects how much energy, how we express energy. Okay. Interesting. But I was just going to go into the energy piece and how so many people look for energy in other ways. Right. Caffeine. Yeah. You know, um, other drugs, motivation, right? Oh, I, I have to work out to get energy. Yeah. Like, it's a very different definition of energy. Right. One is force and one is already present. It's like tapping into the energy that's already present. 
Mm-hmm. And like caffeine, you know, I, I drink coffee. I love it, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of switching to matcha lately, but caffeine is something that it sort of steals from the body. It's like, I, okay, I want to drink this and it's going to cause this response, but that has to come from somewhere. And so most people are walking around with taxed adrenals. Like I used to have severe adrenal fatigue. I would fall asleep, like driving and I would fall asleep, wow. like in my labs in the afternoon. And my, I that that was a piece of my thyroid and hormonal dysfunction was like, I kept stealing from my own energy because I would use motivation. I would use my mind, which is very powerful. My willpower. I have a, a huge source of willpower mm. like and surpass any obstacle or circumstance. And, and I would use that and I would use a lot of caffeine shots of espresso (laughs) (laughs) and I would use food too. Like I would need to eat a lot. And if I didn't eat or frequently, and if I didn't eat, then I would like fall apart kind of thing. Um, a lot of women call that hangry. Um, but it's really, it's a metabolic issue. Yeah. And it's, it's like, you're trying to get energy from these like tangible outside sources. And, um, Mm -hmm. and sometimes your, your willpower and your own force when it's possible and very human, it's possible. Every human has this. You can tap into your own source of energy and power. Yeah, we're just blocked. <laughs> Unfortunately, I was. And it, I thought it was interesting what you said um, a little bit earlier too, how when you're ready, like you can start releasing it, right? When you're ready to like go internal and tap in. But sometimes it will release on you without you <laughs> knowing And it's crazy because I I started talking to, you know, I started to talk more about this and um, I tell people about like the shaking thing. If it, if it comes up in a, in a natural way in the conversation Mm -hmm. and there's been two people in the past two weeks that I mentioned this, like, this is what I've been going through. And like, I do this work and this is what happens as you release trauma. And literally they each had an intense emotional event in their lives and their bodies just naturally started shaking. Yeah. So like it released on them without them being ready for it because we really trap it all. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to me how we were just saying like, we have all of this energy and we find these ways like the willpower, right? I love that. The caffeine, the motivation, the food to try and get more and like push us through all this stuff. When we have so much already, you just got to like, Turn your senses inwards for a second, you know, and then mm. start to see what you've got. Yeah. And I know a lot of this stuff might sound uncomfortable for people. Like, why are they obsessed? Mm. <laughs> why are yeah. they- no, I love how you just brought that up. <laughs> and I would say the answer to that is how worth it it is. The joy on yeah. the other side. Like, you know, I like, like I said, like, it, you know, I'm totally fine to cry on the table and move my body in ways that might look funny or allow. It's really allowing my body to move in ways yes. that make funny because I'm not doing it and I could never fake it. Like I would rather do that than repeat a cycle of pain that goes on and on and on when like, I could just feel like joy and pleasure and elation in five minutes like I could feel better. It's because yeah. what we're what we're talking about is we're looking the blocks in the eye and we're saying I'm okay with you and I'm I will face you because I'm 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 not going to be afraid of myself. Yeah. And I'm I'm committed to 
to living. Like I'm committed to life and what's on the other side of that. Yeah, totally. No, I love that. Cause some people are afraid of themselves, of their past selves, and they're consciously living that way. And that blows my mind. That goes back to what we said at the beginning, right? Yeah. Like I know what I need to do, but I'm not doing it. And some people choose to live there. And that, like, I feel sad when I see someone make that choice. You know, what makes me feel better about that is like, I'm who I am. I grew up in, on a farm in Missouri, which was amazing. And like, I'm, and, and I'm, I recently went to a family reunion and I'm, there were 800 and some 60, some people there. And I was related wow. to all of them. And my family, like they live a certain life. They're like carpenters, they're farmers. They're like amazing, like salt of the earth people, but we have very little in common now, like me and them. And, but I, I love them and they are my blood. Like they're my family. And something that I've gone through a lot in life is feeling so different from everyone around me. Everyone mm -hmm. in school, everyone, like, even when I went to like chiropractic college, I was still different from everybody. I was like, where are my people? Like, my whole life, I'm <laughs> people. And yeah, like, yeah. now I finally have attracted my people because I'm finally, it's like you attract your people when you start being yourself. Right. That's, I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. <laughs> you can't, they can't find you if you're not being. <laughs> so, so like, my point is I was around people often in my life and frequently, and even in practice, you know, sometimes I'll meet people who are like, they're making the choices that you just said were very frustrating. Because if you were making those choices, you'd be very frustrated with yourself. You would not be okay with yourself. And what helps me make peace with people doing whatever they're doing is realizing that like, as I've gotten to know more of my soul's journey, I understand how different all of our soul's journeys are. And like, yes. you don't know how many life, we don't know how many lifetimes someone has done X, Y, Z thing and where they've been in, in the cosmos. And like, what is their story? <laughs> we don't know their ancestors. Like we don't know so much about them. And, and so we just can't, in a way we can't put ourselves in their shoes and we have no idea what is theirs to experience in this life. And their time could be next year. It could be yeah. now, but like the, the, the resistance is that they're the trap that we see that we perceive them living in is a part of their story right. and we don't know their story. And that yeah. is just, I've had yeah. to learn that like over and over and over again. And I don't know that I fully graduated from it. Like, I don't, I'm not saying like, I've got this, this piece, but that's, that's what I'm on with that, with like making yeah. peace people and their choices that's I think really good medicine for the last few years on the planet yeah I love that perspective you know you can take a horse to water but you can't make them drink totally. and a lot of people get angry especially like with their families that they're not doing like come on like change 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 yeah so it takes a lot to be like it's okay you know what's really cool about family one thing I want to add is that our ancestry our DNA and our connection to our family lives in our body. So when we heal on a body level, it's like we have a thread between these, these family members. There's like a thread, like a string between us, a connection, right? Mm -hmm. When we change, that changes the tension on the thread, which changes them. We're often not mm -hmm. aware. But I've seen my family heal and grow a lot, and they have not tried to heal and grow. But they have. They're extremely wow. different people. They have not read books. 
I don't know how aware they are of their own change, but like it, when you heal on a body level, you actually do heal for your ancestry. You do. And, and your living family and, you know, you can't make their choices for them, of course, or like manipulate or anything or control, but you can work on you. Like you can heal and become whole in yourself. And a question that I enjoy is like, what would it take for me to be at peace with this thing, whatever it is, whether it's like, there's a lull in the economy or there's this thing my dad's doing or not doing or whatever. (laughs) There's this client who's like being a pain in my ass or whatever, you know, like what would it take for me to be okay with this and listen for the answer? It might be like, I would need to know that I'm okay. I would need to know that I'm going to be okay. And it's often like that we're sourcing our safety and what other people are doing. So when we do this body work, we sort of release those strings, those connections to other people, and then they're more free and you would be surprised what happens. Like, it's incredible. I love that analogy. Yeah. The thread. That's a great one. We just do what we can do with ourselves and then watch the magic happen. Yeah, that's great. Well, I've got two more questions for you. The last question I ask is top human stands for triple optimized. I like that. Human. What does optimizing the mind, body, spirit mean to you? Mm, I think I'd like to answer like, what does optimizing mind, body, spirit look like? And I think we've been threading it mm-hmm. through this conversation. I like what what's alive for me to say right now is like optimizing is accepting, noticing the way it is right now. Like the way life is right now, how are, is life right now and coming to a place of acceptance from that and feeling whatever it takes to feel that, to feel that tight muscle, that annoying person, <laughs> that <laughs> thought, like, what do I need to feel to be at peace with this moment? And those emotions will fuel our next move. We can't change reality if we're resisting reality. So like when, in terms of optimizing, like yeah, the things, if we can't be okay with the way things are right now or the way we are right now, maybe just if we can't be okay with the way we are right now, we can move some dials and do some stuff, but it's not going to move the needle. Like to mm-hmm. big, like reality shifting moves, like we need to be at home in ourselves and come from a place of wholeness. That's what it means to me, which is what you're up to. You may have experienced some overthinking and like, like I said, like sometimes it's hard and it's okay that it's hard. And like, it's okay to like put some sweat into something. Like you see people with a great oh, body sure. and most of the time, like you accept like, oh, they, they were sweating. Like, <laughs> 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 okay. It's okay. You know, <laughs> we were yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it can be a lot easier when we're in that flow of acceptance, right? It's like the place where we do it from can be happy. It's like, you know, I, I have a, I've had a, a physical practice my entire life. I've been very physical in my body. And there is a huge difference in an example of this is like working out because I hate my body and I want to change it and I don't feel good in it. I've been there. And then now it's like working out as a celebration of life and like <laughs> moving the blood into all my tissues and like seeing what's possible and like meeting myself in the morning. Like that's what, that's a big difference, right? Same, same yeah. activity could be the same activity. So it's, it's like, how do we want to do life? You know? Right. Totally. I love that. (laughs) So how can people, where can people find you? Socials, website, whatever. Yeah. I 
um, there's two places where we really like to share. And one is Instagram. And our Instagram handle is um, Genius Frequency. So genius, like like you would think, and frequency, mm-hmm. well, the way you would think, that's it, very simple. Our name, Genius Frequency, by the way of our work, is, is about each person has genius. And the way we define genius is that it's your connection to all of existence and spirit. And it's the way spirit's meant to move through you and what you're supposed to do. What's your genius? What are you meant to do in this life? And frequency is that that lives on an energetic level. And, and yeah, and it's, it's like energetic and physical level, of course, like frequency is a physical thing, like sound. So it's like sound and how the sound and light comes together in the expression of your genius. Like that's what genius frequency means. And then the other other way is to hop on our email list. I think that's a great way to make sure that you see everything. And also I like to share more of, um, more of like the intimate conversations happen via email. It's like kind of like our little private club where we're talking about stuff that's a little deeper. Like recently we've shared, you know, how we landed like a miracle location for the sanctuary. It's like so beautiful and it's like such a gem. And like we shared like the, the steps that we went through to, to like get that, like very transparent, kind of like longer form at times. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I would say, email and um, Instagram in great ways. Well, that's all I had. Thank you so much. Yeah. Cherry on top. When is your birthday? November 27th, 1991. <gasps> Perfect. <laughs> November 27th. Okay. So wait, you can do this in your head. Most of it. Some of it. Not most of it. <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> the most important thing. The most important thing is your first element. And that's by the year you were born. So you're a one year and that's water. So you mm-hmm. like to move, you like to take action. Um, you do have a lot of movement energy. Your, you connecting with your muscles and doing body work is a really helpful, is a really big deal. Like it's very helpful for you. Um, what else do I want to say about that? Water is related to peacemaking, which is very different from peacekeeping. Mm-hmm. Peacemaking mm-hmm. requires a lot of courage. Peacekeeping maintains the bullshit. Okay. <laughs> so that, <laughs> I love that distinction. Are very courageous. And the water lives through the muscles of the body, especially. It's like what moves us in life. So movement is going to be like a big deal for you. And feeling is going to be a big deal for you. So those cathartic emotional releases, those will happen quickly for you because that's water. So like, and that's why it happened. What happens for you may not happen for someone else, but they had an equally great session. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, uh, the November 27th is your second out. That's going to determine your second element, which that's kind of on the, on the border of two different things. I'm and I'm to gonna guess. <laughs> I just want to own that. I'm really guessing here. It's, it's going to make the mineral element. And I, I could run your chart and then I would really know, but I'm guessing the mineral element because it's a stacking of water, water, and then that creates a complexity of mineral. So um, mineral is the shaking. So stones and bones. So you can also water mineral, like you can think a lot, like you can think and think and think and think. And <laughs> way too much. You can, you can perceive something from all angles and from the way other people see it. So you can really unite people and, um, I'm getting some information right here. I'm just kind of listening. You can really consider all sides, but that will sometimes when your body isn't energized, you'll find yourself overthinking. But when your body is energized, you just know. 
Like you have an intuition mm. that you can't really justify and you will make moves that like later you will be like, I can't really explain that, but it was right. Like you're actually yeah, very yeah. intuitive and you need to be in touch with your, with your, the way that you feel in your body. I love that. Yeah. So I was a digital nomad for two years. Mm. I'm originally from California, traveled for two years, moved to Puerto Rico for three years. Now I live in Florida. So the whole traveling thing, <laughs> totally accurate. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I've been very out of touch with that second piece, right? The, the intuition, um, yeah. the, the feelings, like that's the work I'm doing because I know that voice has always been there. Right. But I've always shut it down. I got way too good at shutting it down. So a lot of the work I've been doing is like getting back in touch with that because I know I need to. And how, just like you said, like just your way of living just changes. Once you live intuitively and authentically, it's just yeah. like, you're just you. <laughs> and then the overthinking, the overanalyzing, the worrying stops. Yeah. Your intuition will come and it'll get really, really strong. And you'll find yourself really great with people. And especially with your clients, like you just... I, I bet you're already really good at this. Like you just know what they need. And here's the cool thing. So all the stuff you're talking about, you're actually really gifted at helping other people with because water people help others feel safe to feel. So like mm. people in presence, they will express things. They will probably tell you things that they wouldn't normally. And you help them feel safe with like whatever it is that's blocking them. Like just in your presence, like people are going to feel more comfortable and um and open up like that. So that makes you as a coach, you'll kind of like lubricate someone's process, like yeah. <laughs> help them move That's along. That's the goal. Yeah. That's the goal. <laughs> so you're right in your zone. You're right in your zone of genius. All right. Mm -hmm. well, it took me 31 years to find it. <laughs> I, know. I know, but it didn't. All of that stuff. It was like all of your time before your current business now was like research and development. And you got paid to do that. It was great. And I think, I think even to be in a place of mentorship, like at 30 is like, wow, like you must have other lifetimes of experience, you know, cause we haven't been on the planet a super long time. I'm in my thirties. And I think that, that it's a, like, if, if anyone's feeling behind in their life, listening to this, it's like your path was absolutely instrumental in you being able to do what you're doing yes. right now yes right so let's let's stop acting like we're behind like <laughs> <laughs> like let, let's stop it's like that's boring let's enjoy where we're at. <laughs> yeah that was my that's my wish for us hmm. well dr chelsea ray thank you so much for coming on the show the top human podcast yeah really love this such a good chat. Any last words for the yeah. audience? Thank you for having me. And thank you for providing this platform for people to explore. I imagine there are a lot of people very curious about this, don't know where to start or who to look to. And you're really like providing an avenue of like, here, I did a lot of work for you. And I will <laughs> show you my journey. And it's, like, <laughs> it's really a huge favor to help people move forward and, and be more of who they really are, be less blocked, really start expressing themselves and also like being really successful and being really happy in their, their lives, remembering who they are. So I, I appreciate what you're creating. Thank you. And I love seeing people like yourself who are taking it to a whole nother level. It's really okay. amazing to see. 
Oh yeah, I'm out here. And for everybody, <laughs> but I'm also really in here. Like I'm really loving being on earth and on the planet and and I, I love it here. And I want to encourage you and everybody to like, allow me to be a resource, you know, like lean into mm -hmm. myself, Brian, like we're here. Um, we have a big vision and we are always going to like be supporting people in this, this process. So just let us be here for you. Yeah, yeah totally. We got you. All right. With that, thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate My, you. Yeah. Thank you.